0: This podcast is presented to you by Passion Church and their campus in Montgomery, Alabama. For more information, visit www.mypassionchurch. God has told me, but I'm I'm pursuing the God who says, "Here, show me." How many of you want more than information? You're ready for some revelation today. How do I know I'm ready for uh, revelation? Well, as I'm ready for the... I'm going to do the application. I'm going to see... I'm looking to see how it applies to me. To my life. Because I need a transformation. Does God need some folks in the earth that don't just look like the world? Don't just fit into... Uh, comfortably into the culture, but are standing up and standing out for God. Doesn't God need anybody like that? I believe that He do. And, uh, you know, while we were worshiping God, you know, this just came up out of my heart. You know, when you open up your heart, the Holy Spirit will help you to to pray when you don't know how to pray. And I believe that praise is a wonderful Highest form of prayer. Of communion with God. Of communicating with God. And will the Holy Spirit help us to worship the Lord appropriately. Worthy. Worthy of the praise that He's. Because He is so worth it all. He is so valuable in our life. His person and His presence. Amen. But I heard this guy said, Lord, you know... uh, be who you are and do what you do. Out of who you are, do what you do. Oh, and God's a good God. I say God is the, uh, is the God of increase. And God, the one that we're worshiping today, he wears the victor's crown. Amen. Uh, I don't have a message of defeat. Uh, I, I got good news for you. Now I, I, I need to kind of make it plain. Oh, my ministry is going to be one of just making it plain. Because the Lord got to talk plain to me. I mean, you got to tell me and show me maybe more than one time until I do get it. But I want to do this. Uh, I'm going to be a doer, not just a hearer. Uh, I'm tired of just wondering. I need to know some stuff. Amen. Well, in, in 2 Corinthians... Uh, the This is familiar scripture for us. Five, we're talking about this new life. Five, and uh, we've got verse 17 up there, but I'm going to read from, just focus your faith on 17, but I, I, I'm, I'm going to take the stairs to 17. Will that be all right? Uh, we need to come up to 17. How many of you believe that 15 and 16 are important to 17. Make it plain, Pastor. All right. Our firm decision is to work from this focus center. One man died for everyone. That puts everyone in the same boat. We all needed... Listen, we needed him. Not everybody wants him, but I'm going to tell you, we all need him. Everybody ought to know. Everybody ought to have the opportunity. Look in the mirror. You're You're their opportunity. You tell them and you show them. This Jesus who's alive and well inside of you. He included everyone in his death so that everyone could also be included in his life. A resurrection life. A far better life than people ever lived on their own. Say this new life. And because of this decision we don't evaluate people by what they have or how they look. We looked at Messiah that way once through natural eyes, and we got it all wrong. As you know, we certainly don't look at him that way anymore. Now we look inside, and what we see is that anyone united with Messiah gets a fresh start and is created new. The old life is gone, a new life burgeons. Look at it. Now, it says this, as well, all this comes from the God who settled the relationship between us and Him, and then called us to settle our relationships with each other. Now, He says, "Look at this." Now, the word "burgeon" there means this: to put forth and uh, to put forth new buds, leaves, or greenery to sprout, to begin to grow or to blossom, to develop rapidly and flourish, to newly emerge, expand, grow, and thrive. This new life. Everybody again say, this new life. It's a better life. It's a resurrection life. It's the life that God wanted and that God made for everyone, anyone, whosoever will so let's look at this over in Ephesians 1 and 3 now you're not now we're <clears throat> I know <laughs> now I love to preach don't misunderstand me now stomp my foot and spit in the air I mean let my hair fly oh and there's a time and place for that you know I thank God uh, for it he knows whether you need the teacher or the preacher and he is the one the greater one that lives on the inside each one of us and he knows exactly what we need amen Uh, but uh, we're uh, can in making it plain can we teach a thing today just spend a little time teaching amen now I can't guarantee that we might slip off the bank and get down in the river and let her go. Liable to come on you anytime in this house, you know, to preach. <clears throat> but we're going to start out teaching. Will that be all right? Because it needs to be plain. Look at it. Ephesians 1 and 3. We're going to go verses uh, 3. It says, how blessed is God, message Bible, and what a blessing he is. Have you ever thought about how blessed God is? Just take a look around at his world. There's plenty. There's more than enough. There's surplus and excess. God just didn't plant one apple tree. In case that one don't do like he told it to do. Remember like the fig tree, it didn't do like it was supposed to do. Are you listening? But God has blessed us. Aren't you glad that he didn't just take you to heaven immediately, but he left you here after he saved you, after he snatched you out of the fire, after he pulled you out of the house of bondage, after he loosed the chains that held you captive? Aren't you glad that when you chose God, that God backhanded the devil... I mean, and the devil had to turn you loose. There was not one thing he could do about keeping you when you turned to God and when you decided and made a choice, cognitive choice, in your heart and with your head, Jesus is my Lord. I'm going to trust God. I'm going to live for God. I'm going to go towards heaven. I've had it with hell. I remember Jesse Duplantis said, preach the message, you know, what in hell do you want? I like a title like that. There ain't nothing in hell for me. Or you either want, and that's not where you had headed. And honestly, people make a joke about it, but they really don't want to go there either. It wasn't made for men, it's made for the devil and his angels. But everybody that's attached to the devil is going to wind up with the devil if you don't turn the loose of the devil. Amen. And that's by choice. Now, God, and it says what a blessing he is. Oh, this is the blessed life, honey. This is the empowered life. This is, the, this is to make you more, a better life, a resurrected life. I mean the life of God. Your greatest days are ahead. This is the shortest thing you'll ever do. This is, the, this is the wading through the mud hole on your way to streets of gold. Glory be to God. Amen. No more tears. No more crying. No more dying. No more sighing there. Oh, the Bible says if we suffer with him just a little while. Paul said this. We'll also reign with him. Are you listening? Don't quit in the, in the, you know, in the midst of the, this light momentary, momentary affliction. It's only for a moment. Are you listening? This is my opportunity to prove God and to overcome. He overcame and He took me with Him. He said, I want you to be glad about it, rejoice in it. I've overcome the trouble that's in the world. You're going to have trouble too, but I overcame it, and I'll show you how to overcome as well. Hallelujah. I remember Walt and uh, his son... Lamar we went uh on a man's trip down in uh you know men ought to take a trip man I mean just men be together we went as a father-son thing and we went down into Florida in this springs and we were canoeing and you know somehow you know uh they got to fooling around I don't know what happened got sideways and tipped over and uh you know so people are going by you know men So they're standing straight to an arrow in the middle of that pool, you know, and said, what happened? Oh, we just going for a swim. You know, good and well, you done tipped over, man. You know, you messed up. I mean, you know, you ain't even stay in your own boat. And it's like, you know, we overcome. (laughs) Yep, amen. I'm with you, amen. That's the way to do it. Why would you remember that? Oh, I'll tell you, because it's good for men to be men. It's good for men to stand up in the middle of it all. Might have got tipped over and turned around and all wet and all that, but stand up and say, you know, hey, there's still purpose in this. We're overcoming. Glory to God. Thank you, Walt. Appreciate it, brother. Amen. Boy, didn't he leave a lasting legacy here. He's the father of our master, Jesus Christ. And now he's your father. This new life, you've got a new father. Jesus uh, gave, he said, now I go to my father and your father. He said, from now on, you're going to talk to the father directly using my name. He said, but I'm granting you complete and total access. And I want you to accept his fatherhood into your life. How blessed is God, and what a blessing He is that He chose us. And it says, Long ago, before He laid the earth's foundations, He had us in mind. Say, He had me in mind. Oh, God's been mindful of you. God's been thinking about you long before you ever thought about Him. See to it every day that, you know, listen, the world don't give God a thought, but I'll tell you, He invades my thought. I mean, David said this, if I could count all the thoughts you have for me, even in one day, he said it's innumerable, it's immeasurable, the sand of the seashore could not contain. You had me on your mind long time ago. You already Did this, it says, he made up his mind. He had settled on us, say me, us as the focus of his love. To be made whole and holy by his love. Aren't you glad that God is focused on you? He's not far away. God's not unconcerned. He's not detached. God has been thinking about you before the foundations of the world. He knew your name. You are not an accident. You were not incidental or accidental. You were purposed in the heart and the mind and the plan and the purpose of God. Look at your neighbor and say, I have purpose. And what is that purpose? Long ago, God decided that He was going to love you. That God was going to love you up so real good, there wouldn't be any kind of thing that you'd want other than Him. Everything would be from Him, and everything then would be for Him. And we could give God the glory, because you're made in the image and the likeness of God. Oh, don't be ashamed of being like God. Don't be ashamed to like God. Man, I really like God. I like him being my father. Sandy calls him Daddy. Uh, I, I'm more religious with it. I'll say Abba every once in a while, you know. Abba, I belong to you. <laughs> oh, he's so wonderful. Long, long ago, he decided to adopt us into his family through Jesus Christ, and what pleasure he took in planning. In planning this. God planned for you to come to Him through Jesus Christ. God planned that you would stay with Him. Are you listening? God cannot just get you. God can get you all the way. Aren't you glad? I mean, I'm glad that we when I moved out on a red dirt road. Way out in the middle of nowhere, God had plans for my life. He sent them ladies by, them good Southern Baptist girls, that, you know, I'd toast them with my Michelob, and that was a mistake, man. They went to praying. I mean, when I finally did get in the church, you know, the glory of God fell in that little old place way out in the middle of nowhere because there were hungry people thirsty people it didn't matter the boundaries of the religion or the tradition it didn't matter god will come where he is desired where he is wanted i like to went to hell i mean miss hell by not too far But i thank god that when i got in this thing it got on the inside of me god got in there and the holy ghost got in there and he made me want more and more and more and i found out god is a god of increase and they would say you know know be filled with the holy ghost and when we did get filled with the holy ghost they say no that's not what we meant but you know oh shabba thank god for the other branch of the family you know the 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 folks that lived on the other side of the track them crazy church of god folks you know what i'm saying i mean they had a revival and and uh, uh you know i mean i'll tell you what now you get around a live fire you get around even so even some cold even if there's some ashes on it. You know, just take a little bit of wind and you catch the whole woods on fire. Are you hearing? You get around some folks that are on fire. Sometimes you don't got to say nothing. Just burn, baby, burn for Jesus. I mean, just get up in the morning early for the sun and throw a little more wood on the fire. And I've gone to preaching again. I need to be some teaching here, but catch it if you can. There's some stuff that can be taught. Honey, it's best if it be caught. Even if you're being taught, make sure you're going to catch everything that God got for you. There's some spiritual things. There is the anointing of the anointed one in this house. There is strength and power and victory in Jesus. We used to sing it, Oh, victory in Jesus. My Savior forever. Man, I'd sing that song, and I know some folks were just going along to get along. I know it was just traditional. But man, the words burned in my heart. I mean, I had the victory in Jesus because I got him and he got me. He is my Savior forever. I took it literally. I'd sing it, uh, you know, just, um, but it wasn't just words. It was a work in my life. And boy, I'll tell you what now. There have been times I've let that die down, but I'm in a time right now where, you know, uh, you got to go, uh, you got to go and ask, like Isaac asked Abraham, you know, I see, uh, I got the wood, I got the wood. Look at your neighbor and say, do you got the wood? Watched a movie the other night and said, if that don't turn you on, then your wood's wet. Honey, maybe you just need to get out and dry out a little bit more. Amen. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Y'all are just awful. You know what I'm saying? You know, won't even let a man teach a thing. Just, just you know, pull, pull, pull. Your name is Jimmy. You get in the line. You just sucking the life, right? Amen. That's good. Hallelujah. Amen. Just an old milk-fed pumpkin, ain't you? Anybody know what that is? They don't grow those world record giant pumpkins by themselves. They feed them. They feed them special. Desire ye the sincere milk of the word that you might grow thereby. Amen. Now look at your neighbor and say, You just a milk-fed pumpkin, ain't you? I can see you growing. You know, you can hear. You can hear growing. You're know, stand out in a cornfield sometime and go snap, crackle, pop. Where'd you think they get that from? That's a, it's growing. It's growing. Look at your neighbor and say, I hope you're growing. I'm gonna look out there, I hope you're growing. Why are you going if you ain't growing? Get you somewhere. Where they at least give you the milk. Amen. I mean, where they, and 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 work you on up into the meat. Uh, it says this what pleasure he took in planting this. How pleasant it is to God to prosper you, to give you the word of his glory. The word, amen. From faith to faith, to glory to glory. We want the glory, but you got to live by faith and go from faith to faith. That's why I come to church. That's why I get up early in the morning. That's why I look and listen all day long. Got to spend some tractor time yesterday. I mean, oh, what a wonderful time when you're just busy enough and can't nobody really hear you because of the noise of the tractor and the bush hog and I'm just a shama shama oh sucka are you hearing and, and just didn't have not a worry or a care in the world oh there's plenty to worry or care about but, but I prayed about today not just a message but I prayed about you I prayed about the peeps amen I got a present today of some peeps God loves his peeps. Amen. Pray for people. Pray for people. Make God's power, when it's heartfelt, it makes God's power available and it's effectual in its working. Amen. What pleasure he took in planning all this. He wanted us. He wanted you. He wanted I to enter into. God wants us to enter in to his highest and best. Enter into his pleasure. Enter into his joy and his peace and things being right in your life. Set right. Set right. Set right with God amen it's not dependent on you it's dependent on simply believing and trusting what God did today I get up right oh I might have messed up yesterday might have had a bad night might or you might have had a bad day but aren't you glad his mercies are new every morning are you tired of me already this is still good news what pleasure he took God wants you to encounter and experience his good pleasure He's at work within you, causing you both to will and then to do His good pleasure. What's His good pleasure? Oh, I'm glad that you asked. It says He wanted us to enter into the celebration of His lavish gift-giving by the hand of His beloved Son. God's got gifts for you and I. Every day, God wants to lavish His extravagant love. His, his lavish gifts of grace and mercy and goodness. Aren't you glad? Oh, the Bible says the curse came because they weren't glad in serving God. Aren't you glad? Well, things didn't go my way. Yeah, but they're still going God's way. and I'm going God's way, so things are going to work out, all things are going to work together for good, I believe that, because I got the help of the Holy Spirit, aren't you glad that you, that when you heard the good news, that there is such a thing as the Holy Ghost, there is more to than just the rebirth, this is in my notes, but you know, it came as good news when, you know, I was sitting in that church after I first got saved and uh you know uh uh you know and and after a while you know uh like the old song the thrill is gone (laughs) And, and I begin to I begin to notice you know and people would say well don't worry now after a while you'll calm down and you'll be just dead dried up on the vine just like we are and uh I remember thinking, I think there's more. I believe there's more. Now, how in the world did a heathen dog just barely got cleaned up, just got washed in the blood, just barely got washed in the blood, just out in the sticks, I mean, didn't know nothing at all, thought Job was a job, had a, a, (laughs) look in the job section, you need work, go over there to Job. There's a book in the Bible called Job. Now, I found out I was mispronounced as really Job. Of course, they preached a lot on Job. But, you know, the end of Job was better than the beginning of Job. Don't stop with the start. Don't stop in the middle. Keep on stroking, honey, till you get to the other side. And the other side when God did when God got done with Job. Oh, the devil did this to Job. The devil did that. But when God got hold of Job and did because Job wouldn't let go of God. He said, "I'll tell you what now. All I need is just a moment in his presence to plead my case." And God listened. He said in all of that. Now God called him into account. Boy, we're after chasing religious cows this ain't a rabbit Cindy this is a holy religious cow we're going to have to roast it right here right now the end of the thing is better than the beginning you stay with God you're going to come out twice as good twice as much I don't care what the devil done done Jesus came to undo everything the devil done he came to undo the works of the devil, not just undo them, but like last week, destroy them. Like it never, you know, he's better than Serpro. Like it never happened. Huh? Now, you and I both know what a sinner we were. We both know we're saved by grace. But I'm going to tell you what, God took away the punishment. God took away the penalty. I need to read down just a little bit further. I've got a reason to sacrifice because of the sacrifice of the Messiah. His blood poured out on the altar, so the cross is the altar. His was and so is ours. We ain't got time to go there. It says you're a free people, free of penalties and punishments chalked up by all our misdeeds you know the devil has a laundry list that he'd like for you to read one more time with him pull out the condemnation pull out the oh you know how you are you know what you've done you know you know i mean you messed up even yesterday boy i tell you what how can you be a christian and think such thoughts well i'm going to tell you what now you ain't my god you don't have any authority or ability in my life i repented of that I remember this old fellow uh, where we went to uh, church. He's old holiness folks. You know, somehow out of the Baptist church we went to the holiness church. Emmanuel holiness. You know, where the anyway, you know what I'm saying. If you don't, uh, trust me. But anyway, <laughs> The old Charlie, he he would run us around, bring us to all these places. But he said, You know, when I got saved, it's good to listen to the generation that's gone before you. Somebody that's walked the walk, not just talking the talk, but living whole and holy before God and he said you know years ago he said they were having revival and he said I went and I gave my heart to Jesus I went to the altar and I gave my heart to Jesus and he said the next day I'm out back out plowing the field with my mule He said, and the devil jumped right on my shoulder. Had God in my heart and the devil on my shoulder. Have you ever had God in your heart and the devil on your shoulder? Have you ever been believing God with your heart, with everything that you know, and have trouble with your head? Because on your shoulder, the devil whispering in your ear. He said, the devil jumped on my shoulder and said, now you know how bad you've been. You know how fickle you are. You know you didn't mean it. And he said, Ho, me He said, I'll tell you right now, devil, if I didn't mean it then. He got down on one knee. He said, I mean it now. He said, Jesus, you know I asked you into my heart last night, and I believe it's real. But the devil's been talking to me. I had to tell my meal hole. I had to bow my knee. I need you to hear me right now, God. If I didn't mean it then, I mean it now. He said, you know, the devil jumped down, run off, ain't never come back. Oh, make it plain, honey. I'm telling you, sometimes oh, I wish I could be sophisticated, but we'll let that be to Jesus. Amen. He's the glorious one. Amen. Even my lightning fast mind can understand. I don't care if you're blessed in this country, you'll be blessed in the city. How many of you understand? Nobody had to hold his meal, he just said, whole meal. Stop everything right now. I'm going to deal with the devil. I'm not going to let the devil to be. He has no authority. I'm not going to give him ability because I'm not going to give him any say-so. He don't get to say-so. I'm the redeemed and I say, so what you going to do with that? Jesus is in my heart. And if that ain't gonna, I'll make sure. If I got to do it 400 times, of course you don't. I mean, just one time will run the devil off. At the most, it'll be three. Amen? It's written. It's been said unto me. Look out, son, because you about to go down. Down, dead, and done. You a liar. Said he went off to look for a better time. Amen? All right. Woo, we got to hurry. You know the red clock is ticking. (laughs) it's all right. Free of penalties and punishments chalked up by all our misdeeds and not just barely free either abundantly free. Jesus said this he said I am come to give you life abundant life. I love the way the Passion Bible says it it says more than you expect. More than you expect. I would add so much more. He says this, to the full. You understand this, the measurement that you use? If you're tired of the thimble full, there's a bigger cup. If you're tired of the cup, swap it in for a bucket. If you're tired of the bucket, get you a barrel. Amen? Hallelujah. I mean, work on that. And don't not understand how... How God do things. Is that right English? You understood right? Is it plain enough? (laughs) God will fill up the barrel the same way He filled the thimble, the cup, and the bucket. Don't be, listen, don't be anything but thrilled that you have slid down underneath the spout where the glory's coming out, sitting Sunday after Sunday, sitting Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, up underneath the Word of God, sliding underneath this table. And don't be fooled because God's still a drip, drop, all the way to the top. Drip, drop, drip, drop, to the top, to the full, till it overflow. That's how God does things. Here a little, there a little. Little by little, step by step. Day by day, one by one. I'm helping somebody here today. Amen. You have to have faith, absolutely. but Just faith like a little mustard seed, or let's put it this way, just another drop. Hold on to what you got. Just hold what you got. Hold fast to eternal life. Hold fast to, it. don't give up any ground. Don't give no place to the devil, because he'll steal from you. He'll try to siphon, drill a hole in you. He'll, are you listening? But don't give him any place. No, this drop is precious. I, I get in front of God every day with an expectation. Oh, just one touch. Just one drop, see? Just, just one word from the Word. Turn this information that my nose is in, into a revelation. Don't just tell me, God. I'm looking at what you told me, but I'm, li- I'm listening for what you want and looking for what you're showing me. Oh, and I, I'm going to do it, God. I'm going to do it. I'm a doer. I'm not just a hearer. I'm gonna do it. And you know, I could do it a drop at a time. I could do it a little at a time. I could take one more step. Hmm? By the yard, it's hard. By the inch, it's a sin. Because of the sacrifice of the blood, the altar of the cross, we're free. We're absolutely free. The old master in bondages, a slave to the sinful nature, see, is gone. He's our Father. And And listen now, and then we'll end with this. He thought of everything. He didn't just think of everything. He provided for everything. He thought of everything. He provided for everything. Let me help you out. Now, you can always overthink it. You can never overpray it. To enter into... Or, <laughs> to enter in, you can't do it with just your head. you gotta, you, you got to do it with your heart. That's why the Holy Ghost has been sent as the first token, the engagement ring. How precious is a ring. How precious is the gift of the Holy Spirit in your life. How precious is the person of the Spirit of God in your life. We don't want to grieve him. We don't wanna we don't wanna take him for granted. We don't wanna just shove him over there, you know, to the place where, well, I'll call you when I need you. I need you every hour. I need you every day. I need the help of the Holy Spirit. See? I need to pray. I can never overpray it. I can always overthink it. See, God sometimes gotta get us out of our even our 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 renewed mind self or we think we know it all. Well I know that. You hear more what worse enemy in the religion or you listen of religion is like, well I know that. I've heard that. I already know that. Oh honey, you don't know it in the new day that you're in, in the new life that you're in. God aren't you glad that springtime, God resets the year every year and everything becomes new. Aren't you glad you're in a new time and a new season with the Lord? Aren't you glad that you got to forget those things that are behind good and bad? That's behind us. We need to fasten our hearts onto what's out in front of us. Well, I don't know. Well, that's the good news of the gospel. When you don't know how to pray, the Holy Spirit can come to your aid. For, For those that are wondering, I'm a Holy Ghost man. I believe in being filled with the Holy Ghost. I can't be filled with the knowledge of God's will unless I'm filled with the one who knows the will of God. Unless I I encounter and experience and work together with Him. That's where praying in other tongues, it might be a mystery to me, but I'm not talking to other folks. I'm talking to God. Amen. Out in the field on a tractor talking to God. I don't know what's going to happen today, but I know God's going to. Because when we pray and it's heartfelt, you know, God's thinking of you and I. I mean, it makes the power of God available. Some of you are being changed right now under just while the Word is being preached. But don't stop there. There's still a work God wants to do. Amen? See, you know, don't be satisfied with just being taught. You need to catch it. Isn't that right? Well, I'm going to teach you a thing or two. See, here's the deal. If you go down to the steakhouse... They got every kind of steak that you can think of. And I'm telling you, they'll cook it every which way. And they got all the fixings, all that kind of stuff. And you know, uh, but that's enough. And I just need to tell you about it. I done taught you. I told you about it. And it's like, well, you know, tell me how to get there. How much is it? You know. What's the service times? All that kind of stuff. No, honey, don't be satisfied till you're sitting at the table cutting the steak and popping and smacking your lips together because it tastes so good. Taste and see that the Lord is good. Don't be satisfied with just a message, uh, a word. you got to have a work. Amen. Are you hearing? And you know, all we'll do is just, you know, like at these big box stores where they just say, you know, uh, would you like a sample? That's what you do in church, you sample. You just sample. You want the whole meal? No, honey, you got to go get it out of the freezer for yourself. Put it in your cart, take it home, cook it up. Are you listening? Amen. Put it on your plate, open up your mouth, use your fork and your knife, cut it up and get it inside of you. Boy, that was good. I don't know if everybody heard that out there, but there was quite a few amens. All right. He thought of everything. He thought of everything, and he provided for everything you could possibly need, letting us in on the plans. Aren't you ready to get in on God's plans that He took such delight in making, He set it all out before us in Christ. A long-range plan in which everything would be brought together and summed up in Him, everything in deepest heaven and everything on planet Earth. Let me tell you, God went to a lot of trouble to get this thing written down. This is a book of blueprints. This is the 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 blueprints of your destiny your inheritance what god wanted for you what jesus bought for you he thought of everything you're not going to live out of this thing forever this is a forever word you get one jot and tittle of this down on the inside of you the devil can't never take it away are you hearing the word is seed long as you remember that old song oh, god help me uh, they used to sing an old song when Marjuana came out. Weed. Weed. That help you? Weed Who in the- Where'd y'all come from anyway? Marijuana. I just like the sound of that marijuana. Uh It just sounds so much better than weed. Who wants to deal with weeds? But anyway, well, God made it. He, meant for, he didn't mean for you to smoke it. Well, thank God they get oil out of it, and I need it now. I'm sure it has good properties, but I'm not going there, you know. I mean, you know, that's between you and God. But there used to be this old song, uh, you know, uh, said how the federal folks, the revenueers came, and they found that... F- they had a whole field of, of marijuana, and they cut it up and burned it up, and all that kind of stuff. And the two boys that was growing it says we just sat there smiling, sitting on that sack of seeds. See, because if you got seed, if you got the seed of this. And that's what God does. He pans out the seed. The whole kingdom of God is like a seed. Everything he thought of, everything he provided, he needs you to see the seed of it. And that seed is this word. The word seed. And as long as I got the word seed, why do I come to church? Get the word seed. Why do I pray? Get the word seed. Why do I spend time with God? Why do I look in the book, take another look at the book? Well, I'm, I'm getting my seed. If I got the seed, I'll tell you, just a little bit of this, just a little bit of this, just a mustard seed of this kind of stuff will produce a faith in me. And if I put that faith into action, if I act on what I hear, here's what happens, the blessing comes. See, I get in on what Jesus did. I'm I'm together with Christ because Jesus said this, the anointed one and his anointing, he preached this word. This is what he worked out of the old covenant. And then he said, I'm going to give you a better one. I'm going to guarantee every promise in it by my blood. I'm going to do you one better than that. I'm going to make sure it happens because I'm going to give you the Holy Ghost. I'm going to do even one better than that. I'm going to give you the church, brothers and sisters in Christ, to make sure you keep yourself as yourself. A lot of times people don't want to go to church because folks would find out are you listening amen not hold you accountable well disciples are accountable aren't they i'm not i'm not going negative oh preacher i was with you till you get to that my wife holds me accountable well if i'm to stay out three o'clock in the morning boy where are you at what you doing you know you need to be home in this bed with me i mean bed you know sleeping I'm helping you, fellas. When you got a good woman at home, you don't need some somebody else. Are you listening? Somewhere else. Hallelujah. I'm helping you girls, whether you know it or not. Should we be accountable one to another? Are you listening? If I don't come, should somebody call me and say, where are you at? What's going on? You need me to pray for you? My wife sometimes say, don't make me come in there now. She'd be in one room and texting me. I'm in the same house. She texted me. She goes, you see what I sent you? I go, Sandy, we're in the same home. She goes, I know, but I sent you something on the text. I go, I don't take texts. Not from you. You come tell me in person. She goes, look, look here. You haven't even read what I sent you. The purpose is to be, be face to face. Because isn't she love? isn't she beautiful (laughs) all right I got a lot more scriptures here but we don't have time to go over them today did you get anything at all out of this I want to give an invitation for salvation you know uh, last week we read this over in the second chapter and it's of Ephesians and he said We don't take any of this for granted. don't take any of this for granted. It says, now because of Christ dying that death and shedding his blood. Because of the cross. His sacrifice. You who were once out of it altogether. Boy, I was there. How about you? It says, but now are in on everything don't you want to get in on this every he thought of everything he provided everything that you would ever need for life and for godliness not just this life but the life that is to come and i can assure you there's one to come